Hello, everybody. Welcome to the No Breaking Podcast. If this is the first time you're tuning in to listen to the No Breaking Podcast, thank you so much for joining. Lovely to have you. Uh, it's a podcast about the automotive world. We like to talk about some people that I get the chance to know and meet or, or have on the show to talk about their background, how they got into it. And today, I'm joined by someone that I've interviewed on another podcast for the podcast that should not be named in the past, Taro. Uh, it's lovely to have you again. Uh, thank you very much for stepping in here because it's great because I want to talk to you about our project that we've got together. Thank you, James. So why don't we I, – I give it over to you so you can give a little – a brief – review of your background again sure. and then talk about how the idea of us working together came about yeah that'd be that'd be great thanks for having me on your show today uh we just actually wrapped up our other show which is pod speed on gt channel mm -hmm. uh we'll, we'll get to that later but um let me you want me to start by kind of explaining how i got into doing yeah, all this yeah yeah just the, to the, the not even, I would say a bit longer than an elevator, <laughs> unless it's a really tall elevator. No, <laughs> a long elevator, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, I am the founder of GT Channel. Uh, GT Channel is a automotive uh, video network. And um, originally I got into GT Channel because I was producing Best Motoring International and Hot Version International videos. So these were... Um, video magazines that started um, in the 80s in Japan um, when uh, you know the Japanese car manufacturers were were coming out with you know the Supras and the GTRs and the NSXs and it was just like the, the golden age of Japanese uh, sports cars and uh, Japanese car magazines were doing great and um, one of the uh, publisher magazine publishers um, started making these things called video magazines uh, these video magazines were sold in bookstores and kiosks, just like books. They weren't sold through regular, uh, you know, video distribution. Uh, so they weren't sold at like record stores or like, the, uh, you know, where you would buy regular uh, videos. But when, when you talk about video magazines, you actually mean a video. It's a video. It, a VHS at the time. It's a VHS, yes, VHS video magazine. So they would you would start with your feature car or feature review and mm -hmm. Uh, the best thing about uh, the best motoring uh, videos was that they had uh, actually actual professional race car drivers take out stock cars out to the track and compare them and race them, uh, you know, wheel to wheel, door to door. They would they would actually take them out um, and and race this race these cars, and it, it just became a very influential media in Japan because no one else was doing this in the world. And there were good good videos to watch it last what like six to ten minutes depending on the cars and depending on the tracks yeah so each segment was probably you know like 10 10 minutes long mm -hmm. uh the may the last battle was probably maybe a little bit longer 15 maybe 20 20 minutes but it was a it was an hour-long video that they, that would come out every every month uh, so the first segment would be like hey you know and, and they had like iconic Japanese like race car drivers. So Keiichi Tsuchiya was one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Gansan, uh, who's uh, uh, Motoharu Kurosawa, um, legendary, you know, uh, uh, Skyline GTR race car driver back back in the day. Um, you know, Nakaya, uh, he's like um, a, you know, Evo dude, and he was like a professor, and he's the one who, um, he has a driving school, where actually uh, Takuma Sato is also uh, uh, an alumni of. Mm -hmm. So they just had these, like, all these great guys. 
And, um, you know, a new car would come out or a new uh, version uh, would come out. So say, for example, you know, GTR would come out with a Nismo or whatever, you know, the R32 Nismo came out. Then they would bring out, like, you know, Porsches and Ferraris and and maybe, you know, a domestic car, some, like they would throw in a Evo or something in there just to, just to see how it would do. And uh, they would, like, actually race them, you know, and they would get excited and they'd get pissed off at each other. And then that was the whole... Yeah, you know, the internal commentary of the drivers. That was, was the whole the charm. Highlights. Yeah, exactly. It was the whole thing because they would narrate as they would race. And they had the colorful narrators narrating the races, obviously, in post. And, um, uh, you know, well, we were a great big fans of these shows. And when I started my first business, uh, this was in uh, 2000, uh, we went to these guys and said, hey, can, can we do the English version? Because they were only selling them in Japan. Mm -hmm. And in the U.S. and around the world, there was a small following because they would uh, show sell these videos at Japanese supermarkets here like Mitsuwa and, and such. And so, like, the hardcore guys, you know, that had, like, maybe Japanese friends, you know, would, would be able to go to, you know, Mitsuo or whatever, and then they would watch these things in, uh, in Japanese. And they would, it was the same for, like, video option, too. That's how, mm -hmm. like, drifting became popular here in the U.S., where, like, they would just watch these, like, bootlegged or, like, these, you know, video option, uh, you know, drifting videos that they would find at, you know, Mitsuo and the... Uh, Japanese uh, video stores here here in Torrance and that's how they would um, that's how it came came about but um, when we started translating this it kind of hit mainstream because we started selling the English versions in Best Buy and Fry's and you know we uh, started selling our videos on Amazon and it it you know we kind of made it available for mm -hmm. everyone to understand what the heck was going on not just like watching you know just the crazy videos and and the and the Japanese. and imagining and imagining, yeah. And, uh, um, you know, so a lot of my hardcore, you know, fans already knew this stuff because they were, you know, frequent visitors of Mitsuwa and Kinokuniya, you know, bookstores. So mm -hmm. they, were, they, they knew what video, you know, uh, video option was, and they've seen a lot of the uh, Japanese magazines. So when, it first, when we first, I think we first debuted our first DVD at... Um, there used to be this thing called the International Auto Salon mm -hmm. um, that SEMA threw. And it, I believe it was at the Long Beach Convention Center. And, um, you know, we, we knew we had to make a big splash. So we went to Spoon and said, hey, hey, um, you guys are, you know, you, you guys want to promote your brand in the U.S. It was kind of like the same time. So um, they said, okay, we'll bring out our S2000. And why don't you guys, you know, sell the videos with, with our, you know, cars in it, you know, with, with us. And so, um, we kind of made a big splash at the beginning and it, 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 everything went really well. And, um, we ended up, um, producing about 30, 31, um, DVDs, full length mm -hmm. DVDs. Um, and we started making them even longer than the, the original Japanese ones because we would compile like only the best, yeah, the best stuff for the international market. So, um, each DVD was like maybe 90 minutes long. Okay. Um, a lot of the U.S. Distrib distributors um, that we were talking to, the mainstream distributors, um, wanted 90-minute um, versions because a lot of the movies were minimum 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't justify selling something uh, for, you know, like 1999 or whatever, MSRP 1999 for a 60-minute, you know, 
um, DVD because it, we were using actual DVD distribution yeah. uh, to sell this. And I, I, we, we did sell it to shops and stuff like that. So you can go you know, online or you can go to a, a speed shop that we'd, we'd um, uh, wholesale to and, and buy. But a lot of our sales came from um, online. And uh, we, got them, we got it out. And then in, um, when was it? Around 2006 when, when this thing called YouTube came out. Um, a lot of our sales went down instantaneously because um, not because of the pirating, but mostly because the best buys of the world um, told us that, hey, we're cutting back on special interest um, content, special mm -hmm. interest DVDs because, you know, everyone's going to YouTube for this stuff now. And so we said, okay, this isn't going to work. We, we have to go online. Um, we're going to start our own brand called GT Channel. And so we launched GT Channel in 2007, and we slowly started to um, populate GT Channel with our library and also some new stuff, new, new best motoring and hot version international stuff, and also creating our own content. Mm -hmm. So that's when we kind of started creating original GT Channel content. And... Um, and so we, we, it's what, 2019? So it's been <laughs> a couple of years. It's been a couple of years. Um, but we've, we've um, expanded to other platforms as well. So we're kind of a multi platform media company. Um, we've also, we're also a uh, YouTube official multi channel network. So uh, channel creators, YouTube creators can actually join our network. Mm -hmm. And we offer kind of a uh, a tool for them to to uh, expand their network and and um, uh, optimize their their content, um, and we help promote the content as well. And that kind of leads us to our new new site that we just uh, revamped at gtchannel.com, which is a uh, which has a feature where you can kind of enhance. Um, your your video, so you can you can pull a YouTube video and you can actually like put hyperlinks within the video. Okay, um, which so, is pretty cool. So yeah, no one's done this before. And uh, what you, so where it comes in handy? There's there's a couple ways you know we can use this. Um, so first of all, uh, video is now hyperlinkable mm -hmm. on our site, uh, which means the Google bot can actually recognize it and index it. So up until now, you weren't able to search within a video. So you'd, you'd, you'd have all these YouTube videos, all these videos online, but you can't go out and search inside a video mm -hmm. unless um, there's text, you know, the title or the description um, is indexable. So you can, you know, say, for example, if I, if I created a video on uh, a Toyota GT, right? And, but if I title it, um, Taro's video. You're not going to get nothing. You're never going to get that hit. No, you right? get six. You'd get, you'd get nothing. Probably all from you refreshing it. <laughs> right. So now you can go in with on gdchannel.com. Um, we've tagged inside of the videos. So right now, say for example, our last video that we uploaded was a video we shot at, at, at Long Beach. It was kind of experimental. We had all these drivers talk about the best part that's on their car. Mm -hmm. And we tagged all those. Um, so, you know, we talked to James Dean and he talked about his, uh, I think he talked about his tires or something. And we talked to, um, Seth Papadakis who makes, uh, Frederick Ospo's car. 
and he's like, hey, see, this is a actual a, a um, Corolla you know, wing that you can put on and you can buy it at any dealership. So we, we tag that meaning with, with the link. So um, when you click on it, it actually takes you to where you can buy it or learn more about it. Um, it's, hyper, it's a regular hyperlink, so you can um, basically uh, tag social media accounts, uh, e-commerce links, uh, you know, Wikipedia links. You can do anything to it, right? So it, it basically acts like a, like a page. So are you doing all the tagging yourself then at GT Channel, or is that where the Google bots can come in and do helps with some of that tagging and auto-tag to take it to other things? Um, so the Google bot does the indexing, but okay. we have to tag it first. Oh, okay, so, so you have someone working, many people working behind the scenes to right. link these out. Yeah, so um, right now we've only tagged maybe 20 or 30 videos on, on GT Channel, mm -hmm. um, but we're going to open this up first probably to our partners, that that create that are out there creating good content, mm -hmm. and and then we'll we'll basically open it up to the public, so okay. anyone can start tagging their own videos and sharing it. So that's the that's the key. When you tag something, um, you basically want to share it with someone. So we're we're working on that functionality where, hey, I found this cool thing on this in this video, and to, because it you don't it doesn't even have to be your own video that mm -hmm. you tag. If you find a cool video that you want to tag you can tag it and share it with someone and you can add text to it or you can add a, a gift to it or you can you can do a lot of things to it and then you can share it to your, with your friends okay um, and and it'll be available up on up, up on the platform so we're, we're we're building that platform right now interesting and then of the 20 to 30 videos that you've done the in oh that's been added the hyperlinks to are they performing much better than then yes the yes okay. like 200 percent better so so our site traffic has gone up it didn't we didn't really focus too much on our own gtchannel.com because we didn't have a functionality we were more of a, a media agnostic uh, concept so mm -hmm. we would create the videos and we would just blast it out on facebook and all these other different platforms yeah uh, we weren't trying to really get people to come to gt channel uh, dot com and we're in a sense we're we're still not trying to make it a destination site because once you share it um then it's up on you know it's it's in the world right now so you technically don't even have to come to gdchannel.com to to see a micro moment that that we tagged okay um but right now we're internally just taking our own videos and tagging it ourselves and we're discovering that in a day or two or whatever G, um, the google bot will crawl through our site and index it so they're they're getting indexed by google which means there's a better possibility of someone yeah because if it's obviously it. if it's hyperlinked like say 10 times then you've got 10 times exactly. i'm assuming 10 times more reach on a bot coming through than just the one time exactly and if it if someone's also sharing it then it's um it goes up the value chain within their algorithm mm -hmm. and it's it's um it shows up higher in the search results okay so that's good then yeah so what should we talk about then our project that we're working on together? Yes, let's do that. So do you want to introduce it or shall I? <laughs> Go ahead. You're, so yeah. we have been working on a, a what I would say it's a live cast stroke podcast that we mm -hmm. put together called Podspeed. And that's what, we just finished our sixth one now. So it was six mm -hmm. months of work goes into that. Yep. Um, where we do it with ourselves with a young man called Sam Batani. Very young. A man mountain, six foot five, <laughs> flaming head of red hair, um, built like an oak tree, one might say. 
they call him the Mountain. That's right. If you've seen right. the <laughs> if you've seen the Game of Thrones. Uh, but is it pre or before uh, pre or post Quiburn's uh, actions? I'd say pre. Uh, pre, yeah, definitely yeah, pre. Yeah. Um, but anyway, as we digress into Game of Thrones references, uh, so why don't you tell them why, why did GT Channel want to look at doing the podcast of the live? Um, I, I think podcasting is is kind of uh, well. Personally, I've been really interested in the podcasting medium, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people are um, been successful at doing it, and I just it was a kind of a challenge for me to to do this as GT Channel, something long form, something that um, you know we can discuss not such in a in a formal way uh, up, up until now gt channels like all the videos that we've created have been short form mm -hmm. right and they've been videos mainly and they're very structured um so um i really and and we're also um in in touch with many aspects of the automotive world so i, I just wanted a medium where we can just you know, go out there and, and talk about cars and the, the, the things that we like to like to do. Um, and I'm a great, I'm a big fan of, of, of podcasts. Um, I like, you know, I listen to, you know, Joe Rogan <laughs> every day. And, and I just I like, mean, that's a lot of listening if you listen to Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, it's, it's a, I, I don't, I can't listen to all of it. That, that's every a day commitment right there, those his, four to six hours yeah, sessions. Yeah, his, his, I don't know how the heck he, that guy does it, but um he, you know, well, I love one day we might get him on the No Breaking podcast, and we can ask him. That would be or maybe cool. even the uh, Podspeed. He's he's actually a car guy, right? He is. Yeah, yeah. he's actually a car guy too. He likes Porsches. I, did you see him at Lufkaco? I didn't. I didn't see him at. No, I didn't uh, see him there. I know he, he he takes his thing. He's got like his privacy thing where he doesn't really do too much publicity on it. Oh yeah. But yeah. he's had the cars obviously done by Shark Works as Porsche. He's been Sharkified. Oh, I see. Um, and he j recently bought an Icon, a Bronco too. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he also has love for uh, uh, late 60s, 70s muscle cars as well. That, oh, he, okay. that He's had a couple on display at SEMA once or twice. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, he is very much a car guy. He does yeah. have a selection of cars. Right. Um, but yeah, he is. Yeah. He's Isn't doing it? things right. Right. And, you know, he does, he does jujitsu too. I do judo and jujitsu. So there's kind of a lot in, in common with him. So I, I just like listening to his stuff. Maybe you need to challenge him. <laughs> No, to a, a jiu-jitsu match. He's a, a jiu-jitsu black belt, right? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a ju Sam and I are judo black belts, but um, it's a little bit the the sports is a little bit different. You know, we <laughs> judo and jiu-jitsu. I can I can get into this, and it'll you know we don't have enough time for that. Um, but yeah, so they just both begin with back, J. Yeah, they and they both got a U in it. Well, and they both started from the same person. Mm -hmm. It all originated from Kanojigoro. So. Um, well, judo originated from jujitsu originally, mm -hmm. and so Kano Jigoro made judo, and then Kano said, "We have to spread this, you know, to the world because it's 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 a great thing that we have here in Japan." And he sent all of his like disciples around the world, and a guy named Maeda Mitsuyo made it out to Brazil, and he actually taught. Um, the Gracies, well, Carlos Gracie, um, Jiu-Jitsu, and Carlos taught um, Elio, and Elio, you know, basically taught all of his kids, his 600 kids, and that's how... He did have a few. Enough yeah. to make a train, I understand. And, uh, yeah, and that's how Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu basically came about, and then it, it came came here to the U.S. as well. But um, And over the world, yeah. some might and, say, and with all the mixed over martial the arts and all over the, And all over the world, yes, exactly. Um but that's yeah. So aside that's from the Joe Rogan podcast, <laughs> yeah, um, like history, 
history. I, I, I love listening to like history um, podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of like Japanese um, podcasts that I listen to. Um, like Nikkei Trendy Magazine has one. Their uh, chief editor comes on and like explains about like the latest trends in Japan and stuff. So I listen to that as well in the car. Uh, but I, I, I don't have too much driving time. Mm-hmm. I, I take the 405 every morning, but it's not that long. So I'm always looking for time to, to listen to podcasts. And then so what what did you was the goal for the pod speed then? So, um, yeah. So I, I, I wanted a, a, a long form um media property that that we can create and see if we can you know market and make it successful and and um sam and i were talking uh last year sam matani our, our co-host we were talking about who has been a former guest of the no breaking podcast right as well as well and i think he, he wrote a book didn't he he did if i i think if i'm not mistaken i think he he has written a book the prototype novel was it i think it might be that yeah, you, should, yeah, you guys check it out yeah. you should go listen <laughs> Good plug. He he he'll like that. I try. Uh, yeah, but um, you know, we 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 Sam and I said, hey, we should invite James as our first guest, it, 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 because you had just interviewed him for his book, and we did our first podcast back in November or mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it was just like, right was after SEMA. Right after SEMA, yeah, and then um, everything went well, and then um, you know. It, you, you went your way, and we were like, man, we should invite James back, man. He's such a great guy. He knows about it. And I think the chemistry was really good between the three, um, among the three of us. And um, so we said, hey, James, you want to join us for our pod- podcast? We kind of, kind of changed directions about getting a, a, a guest every time because you had kind of mentioned your challenges of, of, of getting a guest every – you know, you, you do one every week, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we were still like, oh, let's, let, let's start off slow. Let's try to, you know, get our – you know, mojo and all the technical stuff down before we start, you know, inviting everybody here. Um, but we kind of changed our direction to talk more about spy and, and like prototypes and like new car rumors and stuff like that um, because of our, from mainly from our contacts from Japan. So much um, so we might have even broken some stories ahead of U.S. media. Yeah, Is that correct? I think, I think we did, especially on that Mazda, mm-hmm. right? And those, so, those American meat, they've been sleeping where we're out there hustling. <laughs> so I'm sure someone's, you know, speculated about that before, but we like to take credit for that. Yeah. Um, we have to take the wins when we can, right? Yeah, right, yeah, small victories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we, we asked James to, you know, we asked you to come along uh, for the ride with us, and uh, we've started uh, on a monthly uh, schedule, but eventually I think we can start doing maybe, you know, once every two weeks if, mm-hmm. we, can, if we can get there. Um, but I think it's just pinning Sam down as a hard one because I, he's an international I, man of mystery. I, I, I know it is. It, even today, he was—he's got stuff going on before and after, so he came late and left early. Mm, didn't help <laughs> pack up one bit. No, not at all. <laughs> just, if anything, made the, the, the cleanup a lot more difficult. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's how it started, and I, I think um, um, we're we're getting better distribution too. We mm-hmm. were first only on Facebook, but now. We're on iTunes, and uh, I think we're on Spotify as well. We're we're getting on more platforms, which is good because at the same time we're kind of honing the show as well. And yeah, the, the ho- show is getting tighter. And the difference, obviously, between uh, my podcast, the No Breaking One, and Podspeed is Podspeed also has the the visual element to it as well, mm-hmm. which is yep. what you mentioned. So we go live on Facebook, right? And we also it's hosted on YouTube, mm-hmm. and we also do live on Instagram now as well as we found we, out today we, after we a tried trial. Instagram. It, it was very um, interactive. Yeah, and I love um, how the 
audience can chime in while we're talking about stuff and you know you'll bring up hey you know so and so is talking about you know this and it's uh, I, I I like that live aspect about it as well. And so one I mean obviously we've made changes in the every every episode we've definitely made a change. Mm -hmm. What have been some of the challenges behind the scenes that you've found in going through that? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so behind the scenes, um, it's not always cool, calm, not, and collected as you hear us cool. on the microphone. Well, I, I think we're doing pretty good, considering, <laughs> considering you even know, today, even today. I mean, we we did go live. We yes. were able to go live. Yeah. Somehow we lost audio in the first ten minutes. Something mm -hmm. funny happened, but and we lost it in the last five minutes. Yeah, well, we lost it in the last five minutes too. Yeah. Um, so we use this program called Wirecast. Mm -hmm. And shout out to Wirecast. Shout out to Wirecast. Um, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to use our HD camera to shoot um, the live cast. Mm -hmm. And so we use. Which is what gets uploaded onto YouTube. Uploaded onto YouTube. Um, and we stream that the audio, uh, the camera is not from our computer. The, yeah. We use a professional camera um, to stream to Facebook as well. So. There's a um, Facebook interface on um, Wirecast, so we can stream out directly to our uh, GT Channel Facebook page mm -hmm. uh, via Wirecast. And that also obviously comes out of the mixer that we use to record as well for yes, the sound, yes. which also makes it a little bit better. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're um, live streaming and recording at the same time, and that's why it's, it gets a little bit tricky. Um, because live casting is just an animal on its own. And we're yeah. also recording at the same time in HD. Um, and you're recording the audio separately. Yep. So my computer that runs Wirecast, uh, we have to feed it audio and video. video um, and it has to do camera. all the, the produ production at the same time, right? <laughs> yes. So it gets really hot. Right. And we're, we're it's just the three of us. So I'm like the um, the live cast engineer mm -hmm. um video guy and you do the audio but um i have to today we weren't switching from camera to camera because it was just the system was very finicky today and somehow we we, we really weren't able to even get video to show up on Wirecast until like five minutes until the, sh the we went live. So yeah. every week is like, oh, last week it was like audio. I couldn't, we couldn't get the audio to show up. And mm -hmm. then this week it was like, oh, the USB is being recognized, but uh, there's no picture. What's going on? You know, and we're like turning on the computer, turning off the, the camera. We're like scrambling. And then, you know, James forgot the audio cables. So. <laughs> I think yeah. I forgot almost everything today. Yeah, My no. wife will even attest to that, how I came back and forgot everything. But this was the one thing. But at least now I purchased the audio cable yeah. and give it to you as a gift, so yeah, I can't James, forget that anymore. James had to run out to Fry's down the street on Sepulveda to, to buy a new... Shout out to Fry's. <laughs> shout out to Fry's. Get a new cable and run back. Um, yeah, so every week is like that. You know, We're, we're kind of like... For some reason, it it's just doesn't go. Well, I just imagine go. that's what every TV show is like. I think that's what it's like, though. You know, except not, they have interns and they can throw co hot coffee over or yeah, something. We don't have that. I yet. think so. Yeah, and you know, we're we're and and we're talent at the same time. Today, I had no time to even like look through the script. I've, I had no idea what you guys were going to be talking about. <laughs> really, yeah. I think that's Sam. What Sam thinks of us, both of us, all the time. Anyway, yeah. I don't so think I, it, the, what, whatever I said today was very un, unintelligent, and it was like I was just like asking questions because I, I had no idea what was coming up. I just knew like 
the picture. I, I knew the pictures were going to be there because mm -hmm. I had to feed him into the into the program, but I had had no time to even read the script today. I was, it was just. Well, I thought it was our best show yet. I, I think it was. Though. I think <laughs> I think it went well. Maybe. Yeah, there's something to learn from every every show, right? Yeah. Um, and we. The good thing is that we tr we try to get here as early as possible, so mm -hmm. we have enough time to. to Someone fix was these even things. here earlier than you this time. <laughs> yes, you were here. Yeah, early. I was very keen. You were very early today. Yeah, I just want to make sure we're all prepped. Yeah, we're, we, but we, we're, I think we're doing good though. I think yeah. it's um, pat ourselves on the back with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kanju Kiwi approves. I mean, if, and if she approves, then everyone approves, right? Yeah, yeah. So with that, I mean, what is the, the best way for people to find you guys? I mean, GT Channel is obviously gttowner.com, but what about some of the other, where do you spread it out on the social media? Uh, we are on, obviously, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. That's our biggest presence, but we're, we have a big presence on Facebook as well. Um, I think we have like 600,000 uh, followers on, on Facebook as well, so we've been uh, recently focusing on uploading a bunch of our old archive videos on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been doing doing well for us. People like our you know, OG stuff, um, especially our hot version stuff, our drifting stuff we do with Dai. Mm -hmm. um, and what so, are some of the other shows that you got uh, that you're doing? Uh, so we have a show called Tuner Club, mm -hmm. um, which is um, a show that we've been. Uh, I think we've done about three years of it. So uh, basically, we go. We started out going to these Japanese tuner. Um, houses, you know, shops in Japan, and interviewing um, the owner and you know one of one or two of their marquee cars. Mm -hmm. um, and then this last uh, last year, um, we teamed up with Nitto and uh, Driving Line, and we've been um, focusing a bunch of shops here in the U.S. that um, actually are, have partnered with Nitto. So um, all, all kind of all kind of cars, uh, all kinds of cars. Um, from R32 GTRs to you know R35 GTRs, um, we we did a episode with uh, with a Jeep that mm -hmm. that does um, like King of the Hammer kind of stuff. Um, so uh, Tuner Club is is one of my favorite shows um, that we have on GT Channel right now. Um, hopefully, we can start production of new Tuner Club episodes um, later on this year. Um, we've kind of taken a hiatus from creating new content for YouTube just because we've been f really focusing on this new platform that we're building. Mm -hmm. um, and gdchannel.com is, um, uh, you know, the, the renewal of the site. So hopefully, I'm, I, I have my fingers crossed, we start creating more content uh, for YouTube, O-Window, o owned and operated uh, um, content for YouTube and Facebook um, towards the towards the fall. Okay. Yeah. And then also I understand that, that you've got some amazing new car reviews on GT Channel. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, with the uh, renewal of our site and the video system, um, just maybe two weeks ago, we updated our blog section. Uh, so we have a couple of excellent articles up on our blog section. So make sure you check them out i mean it's not just car review car, car reviews it's also event coverage as well yes we do we have a gallery from lufkiko from this past weekend and we have two reviews from uh mr james mckeon soon to be more because i think you've got some more in the pipeline there isn't that right yes we do we, we're we ready do. to get up whenever you get time yep yeah we have uh, we need sam to to 
proof edit those first. So I think they're perfect, isn't it? Yeah. It's like wrangling a cat. No, it's, <laughs> I think it's it's wrangling a wet cat covered in grease is probably more it's like. Yeah, but we've we've got a bunch of exciting things coming up. So um, the site is definitely not the end of it. Mm -hmm. We're we're adding new channels to our content lineup on on the site, so it'll make it a lot more uh, diverse and uh, more 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 content. For yeah. the site, yeah. So more importantly, and so people should obviously find Podspeed on the respective outlets they listen to podcasts and subscribe. Yes, they should be able to find it now. And they should leave you like me. This should leave a very positive review. That would be great. As yeah. as I had my last guest on, Lindsay, we discussed this and we thought, even though it is a, out of five, think of it as it's out of a 10. It's a 10-point <laughs> scoring system. So if you enjoy it, give it 10. You can't obviously give 10. Round it down to five. Give it a five. If you thought, well, this wasn't the best one I've heard, it's maybe only passable. It's a five out of ten. Just keep it at five there on that five out of ten. Five. If and you thought it. it was a seven, give it a five. That's yeah, all you can exactly. do. That's all you can do. Just just <laughs> round down and just leave it there. But uh, what else can they do to like help help the? Uh, do they? They should subscribe, right? Definitely and then, subscribe. And then like it. They should subscribe. Oh, as I like to, the kids like to say, smash that subscribe smash button. The, smash the subscribe. Smash that like button. Yeah. Leave a positive review. Tell someone else subscribe. Subscribe someone else. Subscribe. Keep subscribing as many people as you can, and have them automatic download it. There you go. That's the way to do it. So we're we're on a lot of platforms now. So go go to wherever you get your podcast fix mm -hmm. and do that. Yeah. Exactly that. So Tara, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank Thanks, you James. so much for thank coming you for on having today. me on the show. No, no, I really appreciate it. And again, as always, everyone, uh, please, like I just said, leave us a very positive review. Make sure you subscribe, subscribe to someone else, tell someone else about it. If you've got any questions, you can always find us on the internet. You can find us on Facebook or on Instagram at No Breaking. Please feel free to send me a message. I'll happily respond. We've got a couple of listeners there that do it all the time. That's a shout out to Radar Mac Dave, who produces a wonderful magazine out of Northern California there. But other people ask me stuff too. They even ask me for free stuff when I don't have free stuff. There's some people like Mitchell Yardley who does that all the time. All he does is just ask me for free stuff. We mean we need to get uh, make some Pod Speed on GT Channel T-shirts or stickers or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And maybe sell them at the GT Channel store Stop. where they can buy GT Channel T-shirts like I'm wearing right now. Yeah, I like that look. It looks good. Look, <laughs> Kiwi likes so much. Left most of her hair on it. But uh, again, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye.